0: Because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Reopening of schools after Labor Day. It's a contentious issue. I don't think it should be, but it is. Different provinces taking different approaches. So I got in touch with a good friend of this program, Michael Zweigstra, high school teacher in Manitoba. He's a fellow at the Frontier Center for Public Policy. He's an op-ed writer. He just wrote another piece about... uh, education or opening schools in Ontario for the Epoch Times. He's the author of a number of books, including What's Wrong with Our Schools and How We Can Fix Them, and Sage on the Stage. Michael, how are you?
1: I'm doing very right.
0: Good to have you with us. Absolutely. So you were very specific and very direct. We're going to be speaking later on uh, this hour with Harvey Bischoff, the former president of the Ontario Secondary School Teachers Federation. Who's now an NDP? Well, he's an NDP candidate. Will be when the next Ontario election rolls around. We'll talk to him in a little bit. But you were very specific, and we'll talk about the provinces where this program airs. So, west, east to west, Ontario, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, and BC, and what they're doing. But let's start with Ontario. You're not impressed with the decisions taken by the Ontario government. Walk us through what you see the problems to be.
1: Well. Uh- When I look at the Ontario plan, the the good thing is that they are emphasizing in-person classes. There is going to be a return of extracurricular activities, which, of course, those are important to students and well-being. But they're keeping the mask rule for all students and staff, uh, which, of course, is not ideal for, for learning environments. And they're also requiring high schools to schedule students for only two classes per day. That means that horrible quad-mester system where students are taking the same class for three hours a day for a couple of months, and most high school students will tell you pretty quick that is a horrible way for most of them to learn. And so it's really unfortunate that the Ontario government is handcuffing uh, school boards in this way and putting some of these requirements in place.
0: So as you wrote in the column, ironically it appears that the Ontario government recognizes this fact, that it's time to get back to normal, as you wrote, uh, but won't admit it. The province's back-to-school plan allows all extracurricular activities to resume, permits students from different cohorts to intermingle during the recess breaks, and even lets music classes take place in school buildings. It would be far better, you wrote, and more intellectually honest, if the Ontario government simply copied the Saskatchewan government's back-to-school plan. What are they doing in
1: Saskatchewan? Well, Saskatchewan is taking a a very different approach. They're basically uh, turning the public health orders into public health recommendations. And so while school divisions do have the ability to implement some of their own restrictions if they choose to do so based on local circumstances, schools in Saskatchewan will be able to run essentially normally. And so, for example, unless the school board mandates otherwise masks are optional, Schools can schedule as per usual. Extracurricular goes on, and so it's much more of a of a recommendation approach in Saskatchewan as opposed to uh, the route going that Ontario is taking.
0: Okay, so we'll come to your province in a minute, but let's continue west. Let's go to Alberta. The premier is going to be joining us later. How do you see Alberta's reopening of schools or going kids going back to school? All the provinces. Were different throughout the last uh, fifteen months, to a greater or lesser extent, with Ontario being the province that had the greatest number of lockdowns. What do you see in
1: Alberta? Alberta is pretty similar to Saskatchewan. Uh, they, in their back-to-school plan so far, they're also indicating that they're going with the recommendation approach. Now, that being said, they are planning to release some guidance this month in terms of those recommendations. Um, but all indications are that schools will be able to function basically normally in Alberta. And that certainly is parallel with all of the other public health orders that are being lifted in Alberta.
0: So you like Saskatchewan, you like Alberta.
1: I do. I think, that, uh, I think it's time for students to have as normal a learning uh, environment as possible. It's something they deserve and need.
0: So, Michael, on one more province to the west and British Columbia, what do you see there?
1: British Columbia is the one we have the least amount of information on because they're plan was actually announced back in June which is pretty similar to Saskatchewan Alberta going the recommendation approach but we also see that in BC, they're going a regional approach in their general public health orders and tightening some things up so I wouldn't go too far in saying for sure what schools are going to look like in BC, because I'm pretty sure they're going to be updating uh, their protocols based on the latest information
0: and in your province of Manitoba what what's happening there
1: uh, Manitoba released its plans just uh, uh, just earlier this week, um, basically going also a lot to the recommendation approach. Uh, differentiation, though, between elementary students and high school. Elementary students will still need to be kept in cohorts throughout the day. High school will not have that requirement. Masks are recommended but are not required. And extracurricular, all those things will be able to resume And uh, there will, of course, be other public health recommendations. So Manitoba has more uh, restrictions on than the other Western provinces, but not as many as Ontario.
0: So do they all essentially get a passing grade from you, some better than others, except for the province of Ontario?
1: Well, I would give them all a passing grade because to get a passing grade is not that difficult. Uh, But I would certainly give Ontario the lowest grade because they're keeping some of the restrictions in place particularly the the, the, two, the two subjects per day for high school students that will make their lives miserable but not actually do much to actually uh, keep them safe. And so that's right, give them a lower grade. But certainly the other provinces that, that, that we're looking at here, I would give a, a well above passing grade based on the current information.
0: Yeah. Well, do you think I'd be correct when I say to you that this ain't over yet? After Labor Day, we will run into uh, various decisions and and, and options that will be discussed, and it ain't over yet.
1: Oh, absolutely. There's going to be, uh, we're going to get new information. We know that there will be more cases that come up in the fall. There will be a fourth wave. But I'm certainly hoping, and certainly what public health officials have been saying, is that the higher the vaccination rate, uh, the, the more that, yeah. months, say, fourth wave. And so the good news is that in Canada, we have a very high uptake in vaccinations and so i would encourage everyone to get vaccinated it's really important it's our best hope at having as normal school year as possible
0: so michael remind us please the website for you
1: is my website is michaelzwagstra.com z w a a g s t r a dot com
0: if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever